Hey everybody, welcome to Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland. A podcast all about Cleveland and fun things to do. We go exploring. And we go eat. We eat lots and we enjoy it. So join us as we share these experiences with you. And we hope that these experiences inspire you to enjoy the great city of Cleveland. Do I have anything in my teeth? No, do I? No. Okay. Because our listeners are going to see that. I know. (laughs) I think we should start this off by talking about that Tony Googled us. So I Googled Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland. And what did you find out? I found out a lot of things. There's a lot of different information about us from many different websites, including our own. Our own website is the first thing that pops up. But then if you go down to the many different other websites, there's this website Feedspot Mm -hmm. that you can look at. And there's an article written about the 30 best Cleveland podcasts. It says the best Cleveland podcast list curated from thousands of podcasts on the web and ranked by traffic, social media followers, domain authority, and freshness. So it's the top 30. And we are ranked number 13. And I would like to point out, there's only one other above us that's not sports related. And that is still news related. Right. I think that that's awesome. I think that's awesome too. Yeah. There were a lot of ones about the Browns. Right. And the Guardians. The Guardians and the Cavs. Yes. And then it was us. Yes. And then there was one about the Guardians right below us. Yes. (laughs) That is so exciting. Yes. The Browns, the Guardians, the Cavs. And the very first one is basically just morning news. It's a morning news podcast. Right. I think that that's so awesome. That is awesome. I'm, I'm so excited about that. I think you should be. I think we both should be. I think everybody should be. As we always say, we put a lot of time and effort into this podcast and we're very proud of it. It's so exciting. And we have almost 1,500 listens. Yeah, getting there. I told Heidi one of these days we're going to open up the app and we're going to see 1,500 listens on one episode. I can't wait for that day. It's going to happen. The app that Tony's talking about is our Anchor app. It gives us statistics of who's listening, from where, how many listens, how many listens per actual episodes. So on and so forth. Yes. Sorry, I keep checking the social media. <laughs> <laughs> because I just posted about the... About the top 30. Yes. The top list of top 30. The other thing that I kind of wanted to mention and follow up on, because our hot seat episode was so popular, I thought people would be excited to know that The Cleveland Rowing Foundation is hosting the rowing competition portion of the Pan American Masters game. In 2024, the Pan American Masters game is coming to Cleveland, and Cleveland Rowing Foundation will be hosting the rowing competition portion of that. I'm super excited about that coming to Cleveland. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of volunteer opportunities for this. Oh, absolutely. There will be. 
Absolutely. And there's going to be a lot of other events other than rowing, right? So yes. The games are scheduled to take place in Cleveland July 12th through the 21st on 2024. And it's expected to draw over 7,500 athletes from 50 countries. Wow. That's what they're projecting. Yeah, this is really exciting for Cleveland. It's just like when the Gay Games came in 2014, and now we're having these Pan-American Masters Games that are coming. I wanted to follow up on that because I thought that that was pretty exciting news for the city. Yes, that's very exciting. So speaking of the city of Cleveland... We went to another building in Cleveland that is on the National Register of Historic Places. We did. And that got put on the registry in 1976. Oh, that was a great year. It was a great year. I totally agree. But we went to Tower City. We did. And how did we get there, Heidi? We got there via the RTA. Yes, and we decided to take the rapid rather than the bus. Correct. It was Tony's first time. It was my first time. (laughs) Living here all my life, that was the first time I ever got on the rapid. And what did you think of it? One time was good enough for me. Let me just clarify. It wasn't just one time that you were on it. You went one full stop. Yeah, so... (laughs) One full stop. That's it. So after our West Side Market <laughs> episode, we decided that we don't visit the West Side Market enough. We decided we're going to park there, ride the rapid downtown. Because there's a rapid station that's right there. Yes. And pick up a few things before we leave. Right. Because one can't have too much Christmas ale bacon in their life. <laughs> or bread. <laughs> Or cannolis or yes. m- many, many oh, other things. Oh, we came up with the three Bs yesterday. Yes. Bread, bakery, bacon. Yes. The three Bs. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you just need to go to Westside Market if you haven't been. Or visit there more often. It's always crowded. People are visiting. Oh, yeah. We always meet people from out of town. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So we decided to go there. That was going to be our plan. So we parked at the actual market parking lot. Yes. Because I couldn't find the street parking. Well, they had construction. Yes. There was construction on West 25th. Yeah. So we didn't get the prime parking. Right. So we parked in the parking lot and then we walked across the street. (laughs) To the rapid station. Right. Which I had never, I was like, oh, wow. I was just, I've never been there. You were very nervous about me misleading you. You kept saying, are you sure this is the right way to go? Are you sure this is where we're supposed to be? Well, because we all know about Heidi and her driving. And my directional skills. But there were signs that said, to downtown, this platform. (laughs) To the airport, this platform. So I trusted her. Yeah, we made it. We made it downtown. And back in without one stop. incident. Yeah, we made it. We didn't have to go an extra stop and get back on. We It was great. So Tower City, let's talk about the history of Tower City because it's going to lead into what you're talking about. Tower City was actually built as a train station. That's why it's called Terminal Tower because 
down below the building is where all the train station terminals were originally built. So that's what the historic function of the building was meant to be. Once the train stopped using the routes through Cleveland and started doing more direct routes, that's when I think Tower City became... Okay, hold on. You do know that there are trains that routes through Cleveland still? Not through the not through the Tower City. I understand, but they're the on marginal why, road now. The reason why they don't go through Tower City as train routes is because they were required to go from steam to electric once they went into the Tower City Station. But Tower City Station, down where we were below, yes. that was all meant to be for the rail system. Okay. But lots of railroads determined it to be not a direct route or they didn't want to switch between steam and electric. And so the train stopped going through Tower City. They do still go through Cleveland, like you're saying. And it's downtown that they go through. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We had to wait for a train to go through when we were on the Nautica. Yes. On the NS1 bridge. Yes. Yes. So once that became non-functional for the trains to go through Tower City, that's when I think the RTA came through. So as you're saying, we didn't have to transfer. The RTA actually has many different lines. There's a red line, a green line, and a blue line. Right. And it goes to different areas and directions of the city. So we went on the red line, which is what I'm most familiar with. And I think that runs more on the west side. So the red line starts at Cleveland Hopkins Airport. There's a couple of stops along the way until you get to Tower City. Once you get to Tower City, if you want to go to the water line or the waterfront, like, for example, to go to the Browns, which is something that I've talked about on here before, We used to do that. We used to transfer trains, get on a different line, and then go to Cleveland Brown Stadium. But that rail line is not operational right now. Correct. At the time of this recording. Yes. I don't know if it will be in the future, but at the time of this recording. But we didn't have to do that. I just subjected you to one station. Literally the last station before Tower City we got on. And then got into the city. And let me just explain. I was just not a fan of the swaying of the train. I was like, we're going to fall off this rail. We did not. We didn't. No. And Um, it was really cool. We saw a lot of things along the way. We saw the boathouse. We did. We saw Merwin's Wharf. We saw the river. There was a a lot of cool things things. that we saw. Yeah. 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 It It was awesome. Great for sightseeing. Everything like that. I just did not like the swing of the train. And you didn't like the direction that we were sitting, which was the opposite of the train movement. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's very efficient. Now, I don't know what the other stops, what their parking lots are, because I've only ever rode from West 150th. So at the parking lot of West 150th, that is free to park. And then you can buy a one-stop ticket, or you can buy a 24-hour ticket, which is what I had us bike. We did need a round-trip ticket, and I didn't want to put us under a timeline situation. So our tickets were $5 each, 
And we could have rode that train as many times as we wanted all day long doing that. One thing I would like to caution people on is there are two apps, so it can get confusing. So you don't want to use the RTA app to buy your tickets. You actually want to use the app on your phone that's called Easy Fare, and that's how you can digitally buy your tickets, or you can buy them using the old-fashioned machines that are right there at the train station. Train stations are accessible. There are elevators and the platforms, everything is accessible and there's handicapped seatings on the trains. Yes. So we got off the train. We were right at Tower City, which is where we were going for the day. Yes. We had lots of plans for the day. We did. They had an event going on. They did. Which we found out they have weekly events at Tower City, which you can find on their website at towercitycenter.com. So if you visit their website, you'll be able to find the weekly events that they have under their events section. They have upcoming December 29th, free weekly lunchtime, live holiday music. If you just go into their events, it gives a list of their weekly events that are going on. So we were the reason why we were going down there was for the observation deck. Right. We bought tickets to go up to the observation deck of the Terminal Tower because me living here all my life, I've never done it. But that was closed for many, many years. It was. I don't know when they started those tours again. It was not, it's not really a tour. It's just an observation deck. You walk around and there's lots of windows up there and each window has a different view of the city. Which is remarkable. But we were very early. Heidi wanted to make sure we got there on time. We thought it was going to be very busy because they had an event going on in Public Square, which is right outside of Tower City. But we didn't realize that Tower City doesn't open until noon. Right. (laughs) But we also wanted to check out the event they had going on. This was a free event. It was. They have many events in downtown Cleveland that they offer to families. This was a Halloween event. They were giving away coloring books and crayons and cookies and candy and all these children and their parents were even dressed up. They had pumpkins. That you could take. That you could take. Mm -hmm. One pumpkin per person, not per child. Right. And they were all different sizes. They had very small pumpkins to very large pumpkins. It was all decorated. They had like a little corn maze. A hay maze. A hay maze. Thank you for the correction. (laughs) And they had where you could roll your pumpkin down a hill. They had a magician. They had food trucks. And the Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters were there with Slimer. With the Ghostbusters car. And the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yes. That was really cool. And we saw Spider-Man again. Spider-Man, yeah. He's all around. I think he lives around around here. He must. He's got to. (laughs) He waved to me. Did you see that? I did. He, like, turned around and waved to me. Because I was like, hey, it's Spider-Man. And he turned around and waved to me. Spider-Man's a cool dude. He's totally cool. He had Wonder Woman, I think, was with him. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if she was just in town for a visit or... Well, he has his connections. He does. 
Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. Well, the Cavs had a... A promo team. Yeah. Was there for the Cavs. And they had this cool board. It was an interactive board. So you scanned the QR code and pointed at this board and it plays like a movie. Like this interactive movie like from way back in the day to current day. It was pretty cool. That was really cool. And they were giving away Cavs gear. Well, kind of. It was like a cup or... The phone wallet for the back of your phone. Yes. So that was awesome. We met Fred Lee. Oh, I loved him. He was awesome. He was. So we walked around all the Halloween stuff, looked at the kids, took our picture with some of the decorations... We still had some time left. We got there very early, guys. We left the house at 9.30 in the morning. I wanted to make sure there were no hiccups in regards to the RTA. And parking and tickets. Absolutely. Better safe than sorry. And I didn't mind walking around downtown either. Oh, me neither. And again, we've locked out. It has been beautiful days. Oh, it was such a nice day. (laughs) Heidi always has a coat. And I got in the car. She's like, I got my gloves. And I was like, great. And I had a t-shirt and my jeans. That's it. Oh, I did bring a sweater with me that I'm not sure why I brought it. Yeah. So after we got done at the... Fall Festival. Yes. We went to the Soldiers and Sailors Monument for a brief moment just to get some information because that's going to be another one of our podcasts because that is extraordinary. Late spring, early summer will be that one. Yes. Because we're going to wait specifically for the day that we can tour the underneath. Yes. Which is the last weekend in April. Don't tell them. We don't want them all going. (laughs) I was going to say, and tickets. uh... No, don't tell them when the tickets go on sale. Okay. No, we, we should. Yeah, maybe there's some people will meet us. We're going down. They go on sale because we always check to see if tickets are on sale And we can never see when tickets are on sale because they always sell out. Right. They started doing the ticket sale rather than having people go on site because the lines go out the door and around the building, they said. So that's why they do it this way. The tickets go on sale the first weekend in April. I already put it in my phone. Me too. (laughs) Because I want us to go. And I want to go underneath. They only open that once a year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I definitely want us to do that. Yeah, me too. We met Rachel there. We did. And Tony. And they gave us a lot of good information. I have never been inside that before. Me neither. And I didn't realize it's open daily from like 10 to 5, I think it's Yeah. Except for when the Browns are playing at home, which makes sense. Absolutely. Because the city gets a little crazy at that time. So we did that, and then we went back in for our tour, and there were a lot of people on our tour. Oh, we didn't mention uh, Willie Brown. We did speak to Willie Brown for a little bit. He is a security officer at the Terminal Tower. We get to know people when we we talk to them. He was a track and field Hall of Fame athlete and an Olympic qualifier. Right. How freaking amazing is it to meet these people? I know. I loved him. He had quite the personality. He did. We asked him if he had ever been up to the observation deck of the Terminal Tower. He works there. He's never been up there. I know. 
But anyways, he was going to a banquet at the Holiday Inn in Independence, celebrating athletes from 1904 to the present. I thought that was absolutely remarkable. I know. I wanted to be there. Me too. Of course, we're not we're, athletes, we're not athletes <laughs> so we weren't invited. You know what I was thinking we should have done, and I didn't think of it till later when we got home. We were right there in Ohio City, and I think that that's where you can visit the site of the Heisman Trophy winner. Oh, yes. Is it like his house or his plaque? or Plaque is there, but that's where he lived. I think it's on Bridge. Right, right by where we were. Yes. Oh, and the other thing that I saw and I've never seen before, they did mention it on the funny bus, but I have been to Public Square quite a few times. I have never seen Moses Cleveland statue, which is right outside Terminal Tower and right at the square. Yes. So we have some pictures of that we'll share on social media. But I think us getting around and going around town and doing the things that we're doing, we're looking at things with a brand new set of eyes. It's truly remarkable, the things that we're finding Mm -hmm. and getting to see. It's exciting. It is very exciting. We will be back after these messages. Stay tuned. If you like this podcast, we ask that you like, follow, share, or leave a review. If you visit any of the places we've talked about, Please let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. We look forward to your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. So we went back in. We did go back in. To do our tour. Yes. You have to go to the security desk to check in. And they will not check in until it's about time. And there were a lot of people who ended up being in line with us. Yes. And I believe most of them were from out of town. I do too. So We're always um, doing these things. We're the only Clevelanders. Yes. I'm okay with that because that's why we're doing this. Right. But, I mean, look at the people in Cleveland that we talk to who have not done these things. I agree. I agree. I mean, we want the people of Cleveland to experience them and the people that are coming to visit Cleveland to experience them. Yeah, we met people from Oregon and Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. That's exciting. It is very exciting. I did not get the name of the security guard that was escorting us to the elevators. You can't get in that area without a security guard. So he checks everybody's... Tickets. Tickets. And how much were the tickets? $5 a piece. There was like a, a, you know, tax or something... So it ended up to be, for the both of us, $12 and some change. Oh, my gosh. Why aren't we doing this more often? Right? (laughs) I mean, seriously. Yeah, I know. Okay, so we go in through the secured doors. And we had to go up to the 32nd floor. And he said, follow the signs to the next set of elevators. And don't go in any rooms. Don't go in any rooms (laughs) that you're going to get yourself locked into and you can't get out. So we went to the next set of elevators. There was another security guard there to take us up to the top. Which was the 42nd floor. And it was 668 feet up. Wow. Yeah, that's how high up we were. 668 feet. At no point did I feel... Fear, though, which is, I'm afraid of heights. Well, you did not like the elevator. 
you could tell we were going up a lot of floors in the elevator because the elevator ride was very long. Yeah. I don't like elevators. It was very smooth, but it was, it was. It was a smooth elevator ride. We get out the elevator and it's kind of just one room. That room does have restrooms. Yes, it did. Handicap. Accessible. Accessible. There's a water fountain. Water fountain. And it's just windows. And it was big and spacious. And each window has a different view of the city. And three windows to look out at. And even in those three windows, you had different perspective from each angle right. of where those windows are. But you could see Lake Erie and the Rock Hall. You could go to another one and you could see where the West Side Market was. Right, where we were parked. There were views of the Cuyahoga River and the different curves. You kept asking, is this one of the challenging turns? Right. Is this one of the challenging turns? <laughs> we saw the boathouse. I mean, yeah, there was just all around then downtown city views as well. So what I liked as well, though, is they had right next to the windows, they had those specific landmarks marked out. So you kept saying, there's the West Side Market. And I was like, where? Where is the West Side Market? I looked at the picture and I was like, okay, there it is. Because they had it mapped out. Well, not mapped out, but you could look at the picture and say, okay, that's where the West Side Market is. So you could see. They had it labeled. Yes. What that view was and what you should be seeing outside of that view. Yes. So that was really cool. And they had a compass on the floor too, so you could see your directional where, view yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah, for those people that are directionally challenged, like Heidi. <laughs> yeah, because that one lady from... Oregon was like, which direction is the airport? And I told her a totally different direction. Then I saw that compass and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. The direction of the airport's over here. <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> which airport, though? The Cleveland Hopkins airport okay. she was going to. I do want to mention there's a parking lot underneath the terminal tower. Did you know the terminal tower is the second largest building in Cleveland. I know you knew that. I did, because at one point in time, it was the tallest building in Cleveland, and they were not allowed to build any buildings taller. And at one point in time, it was actually the second tallest building in North America outside of New York City. And that was the case until 1964. It is 771 feet tall from the ground to the tip of the flagpole. And we were at 680 feet? Yes. Wow. There are 50 plus floors, but floor 44 is reserved for the lighting team. Oh. Because... The terminal tower lights up different colors, depending on whatever application is approved. Okay, so you can fill out an application. Yes, you can fill out an application and then two men will review the application and decide what makes it in and what doesn't. And that can be anything from support to Ukraine, to there being a ball game in town, to... It being the 4th of July. Or Breast Cancer Awareness Month. or Right. Yeah, okay. The cool thing that I learned while researching this was that the two men that control the lights do so from their phone 
It's just a little app on their phone that controls the colors of the lights that change. That is awesome. Yeah, I think so. I want to talk to you about some fun facts that I learned. I came across an article about fun facts by Julia Washington at Cleveland.com. I'm not going to read all of them, but some of these are pretty cool. On August 20th, 1938, as part of a publicity stunt, two Cleveland Indians players successfully caught baseballs dropped from the tower by the team's third baseman. The baseballs dropped 708 feet and were estimated to be traveling at more than 130 miles per hour when caught. Also, the building has appeared in The Fortune Cookie, The Deer Hunter, A Christmas Story, Spider-Man 3, and The Avengers. That's awesome. At the very beginning of A Christmas Story, they see the parade that's downtown. Yes. And they're looking in the window. That was the Higby store. There's actually a little plaque on the side of the building that says a Higby company. And you can see uh, the Terminal Tower right there in that movie. The mall scene where the Santa scene where Ralphie goes down the slide, I believe that was filmed at a Tower City. On television, the Terminal Tower is seen in the Drew Carey show and in, in the opening credits of Hot in Cleveland. Oh, yes. Harvey Pekar regularly featured the tower in his American Splendor comics. Since 2001, the tower has been illuminated in red and green annually for the holidays. And some falcons have been nesting there since the 1990s. How cool is that? Yeah. Fun facts about Tower City. This is a wonderful historical building right here in the city of Cleveland. There are many local businesses right here in this building. That's true. It's used for many different things. I mean... Public Square holds all these events. They have restrooms throughout this building, along with the stores and the restaurants. Go check it out. They have this indoor garden that you can walk through. They made it very festive while we were down there for the event they had going on in Public Square. I'm sure it will be festive for any event that they have going on. They have events going on weekly. I suggest you check it out. Yeah, it was a great time. So we had a great day downtown at Public Square and the Terminal Tower. Then we got back on the train and made it back to Westside Market. Yes. Hey, go to Westside Market. We spoke to Jerry Jerry. at Teresa's Bakery. Who's Cole's mom. Yes, Cole's mom. So if you go back to our Westside Market episode cole got me some bread from Teresa's bakery now jerry did now jerry his mom got me some bread right. from Teresa's bakery and then i went back to julio i bought some more christmas ale bacon from dion's meats peppered bacon and some bacon jerky and some more of that bacon jerky and then we went to the other Teresa's bakery it's yes. the same Teresa's bakery but they have two different stands But we got more cannolis. More cannolis, yeah. And macarons. Macarons. We're cannoli lovers. We are. Anyway, so go to Westside Market. Really, Heidi and I were just talking about how we we don't go there enough. 
This was another great podcast adventure. It was. And as always, thanks for listening. Until next time. Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next. Or if you're a local business and you would like us to visit and share our experience, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the content creators and not the business, organization, affiliates, or their employees. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. All rights reserved.